Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig DeLuz, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. Nope, my name is Mike Piroworski, coming to you live from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most, from the co-host with the most here on The Rundown. 2A views, conservative news. And Craig, guess what day it is? Oh, it's that day. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos, no need to ask why. Just open your mouth and close your eyes. It's raining tacos. It's raining tacos. Out in the street. Yes, folks, once again, gotta love those tacos on Taco Tuesday. Uh, well, it's just past lunchtime here, so I have not had a chance to partake of tacos yet today. Uh, not sure what is on the slate for dinner, so I may I may have to do a random run to grab some tacos. Mm, random running for tacos. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I uh, had some of uh, my favorite uh, street cart tacos. In fact, there's probably a little bit store right here on my shirt right here. <laughs> good stuff good stuff definitely good stuff definitely good stuff look the, the great thing about taco tuesday is this is a reminder that uh you know it doesn't really take a whole lot to to have a really good meal uh, to have something that is enjoyable it just you know it just takes a little imagination it's true it's true the only bad part about taco tuesday craig is that it's only day two of the hostage situation so. Only day two of the hostage situation. That's right. Well, you know, brother got to make a living, right? Yep, yep. Got to do what you got to do. <laughs> Speaking of making a living, let's pay the bills and let the folks know about our sponsors. Let's do it. Let's talk about our good friends at Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net. Hitmanindustries.net. You got yourself an AR in the past five years, probably got one of their barrels and don't even know it. Now you go out and get yourself a new barrel for your new build or to rebarrel your current rifle. Hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. Now you could take part in California's future today if you want to get yourself an awesome inside the waistband holster, concealable holster. Get your butts over to hogholsters.com, H A W G holsters.com. Use the discount code THE RUNDOWN, all one word, all caps, no spaces. You can get that someone special, a really nice St. Patrick's Day holster. I mean, get you a holster for. Patrick's Day. I don't think he has any St. Patrick's Day logos on the whole thing. Then, of course, uh, uscombatgear.com. Go get all the field gear and and web gear and tactical gear that you need. That's right, folks. Look, these are our sponsors. Uh, They bring us to you. So we're asking, they do it because they want us to bring you to them. So do us a favor. Follow the links to their websites in the description to this program. Check them out. Spend some money with them. Make sure you tell them the guys over at The Rundown sent you. Mike, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor and pump up your mic just a wee bit. Because you're you're a little bit lower than I am. Do that. Do this. (laughs) There you go. There you go. There we go. We pumped up the mic. Pumped up the mic is pumped. There you go. Yeah. Time to pump Mike's been- you up. Yeah, it's been working out. 
By the way, speaking of pumping up, please make sure you guys recommend us, recommend us, recommend us. I've noticed that our podcast numbers have started moving up again. That means that you guys are letting us, letting your friends know about the program. Uh, but let them know. They don't, you don't just have to w- listen. You can also watch however you decide to do it. Uh, Spotify is a real popular one. Apple Podcasts is a real popular one. But you can also find us on Podcast Addict. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also see us on, uh, find us on Rumble. You can find us on Opslens. Opslens is a very, very popular app that people are using to watch us on their television. Uh, but anyway, there's tons okay. of different ways in which you can watch us. YouTube, Facebook. Uh, those, those are the ones where, you know, from time to time we might be, we might disappear, you know, because we didn't go along with the, uh, the internet, uh, the internet Nazis rules. So <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I, yep. But there are definitely places where you can go and you can watch us and listen to us. Uh, my favorite, to be quite honest, it, when I when I do the reaction, is 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 either Opslens or actually I really prefer Spotify because then I can watch it and or listen to it. And what's really neat is if I'm watching something, if I'm watching it on the television, and then let's say I got to run an errand, I just I just literally just boom connect the phone to my to my to my car stereo. It's already connected to the car stereo, and I'm listening to the podcast right where I left off. Kind of neat. You go back and watch. You watch us again. You were there for live. You go back and watch us. Well, dude, I'm always trying to critique in order to get better. Plus, there are other programs that uh, that I like to watch that are on Spotify uh, that I'll do that with. Like uh, uh, Joe Rogan's a great example. I'll listen to the podcast, and his his interviews are like really crazy long. Sometimes they're like three hours long. So I'll be working on a project. Realize I got to run to the I got to run over to the hardware store because I didn't have a piece that I needed. And once again, just hop in the car. I'm now listening to the podcast right where I left off, where I was if I was watching it or listening to it while I was working. It's you know I'll I'll do the same with the uh, with with the radio show with Arms Room Radio. I'll go back and I'll listen to it, uh, and it's more about production quality. You know, trying to make sure everything sounds good. You know, the quality's well. Um, but and folks, I know you know this. If you ever if you ever listen to your voice on tape, it doesn't sound like yourself. So while I'm listening to the program, I'll hear me say something, but it doesn't sound like me, right? So I'll mm-hmm. laugh at it. And I realized, are you just laughing at something you said? You, are you, are you, you know, like, well, I don't even remember saying it. That's that's the problem. So it's just no. The funnier part is watch going and list, watching or listening to an old older program or an older speech that you've given. You're like, wow, that guy's really smart. <laughs> Did I say I that? I've said that. I don't think I've ever said that. So it's always like, when's this guy getting that letter in the mail from the FCC? That's what I always say. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> then there's that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and get into today's program. All right. We've already seen studies that tell you that uh, that uh, social distancing, that that the lockdowns, quite frankly, did not work. Did absolutely nothing to reduce. Or let me clarify. Did little to nothing in order to reduce the spread of COVID nineteen. Well, now there's another study out. Uh, this particular study, and let me pull it up here. So this particular study basically says that masks made little to no difference in preventing the spread of COVID. And this is once again, a scientific study, uh, here it says the stance for the stance by this, by the center for disease control and prevention on face masks has taken many twists and turns throughout the COVID pandemic after initially claiming face mask coverings weren't necessary. The CDC changed course in April of 2020, calling on all Americans, 
even children as young as two years old to mask up. That September, the CDC, the then CDC director, Robert Redfield, said during a Senate hearing that face masks are most important, powerful health tool we have, even suggesting that they might even protect, uh, be even providing more protection than vaccines. Let's skip forward here a little bit. Okay, so it says published by Cochrane Library, the review dug into into the into the findings of 78 randomized controlled trials to determine whether physical interventions, including face masks and hand washing, lessen the spread of respiratory viruses. When comparing the use of medical surgery masks to wearing no masks, the review found that wearing masks may may make little to no difference in how many people caught a flu-like illness slash COVID-like illness, nine studies, uh, nine studies, uh, 276,917 people and probably makes little to no difference in how many people have flu slash COVID confirmed by laboratory tests, six studies, 13,919 people. Now, Mike, you might recall, because we talked about this on the program, the head of uh, the the White House's COVID response team said this in an interview on television. Now we know where he was getting his information from. He basically probably had already seen a preliminary uh, a preliminary edition of this particular study. Uh, but now we know it's been studied that masks did not. Well, let me clarify: had little to no effect on COVID, uh, but we know that they did something. Wait, we know that masks did something. Yeah, yeah, they they, uh, they created a whole new industry for people that had uh, people friends in their back pockets that needed a, a little industry boost. Uh, you know, it caused landfills to fill up. Who knows how many fish it killed? Right? What about all the fish and all the turtles? Yeah, I know we're going to take people first. I'm okay with that. Uh, but it's it just more lives, more lives that you relied to. Like we said, Craig, we started we started off with the uh, the social distancing and the lockdown didn't work. Well, now they're coming out and saying the masks didn't work. Well, um, yeah, we knew that. We knew that. I think for every one of us that said, uh, take that mask and stuff it up your mm, yuha, uh, uh, they should be writing me refund checks. That's that's the stimmy money I want. How about that? Well, and 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 I I wasn't going to say this for fear of getting uh for fear of getting another strike, but let's just put it this way. I'm looking forward to the full-blown study on vaccines and the difference that uh, the vac not so much the vaccines, but the va- the difference that the vaccine mandates have made um i'm just curious about that i'm I'm not going to say that they didn't work i'm just going to say i'm wondering if they were as effective as lockdowns and masks how about that i can ask that question right youtube i get to ask you can ask don't answer it mike don't answer it don't answer it he just just read that story back up i I want to i want to point out something in the story i want you to scroll down a little bit for me um just below, just below. Keep going, but there's there's a kid wearing a mask. Go down below the kid wearing a mask. A little bit. Oh, we got to hit story continues. Go back up. Go back. Hit story continues. There you go. There you go. Keep coming down. Keep coming down. A little bit more. A little bit more. A little bit more. A little bit more. A couple more. A couple more. A little bit more. There. There we go. So up, up, up. Now go back up. Go back up. Keep going. Go back up. There. One more. Uh, are you looking for the little kid or are you looking for for a I want, comment? I want to see the paragraph right below the little kid. That's, That's it right see. there. All right. Okay. All right. So it's guys. 
Uh, all right, go down. I'm sorry, go down a little bit more now. Uh, there we go. Okay. Uh, no, one more. Go down right, right under where it says click here. There we go. That's what I want to say. And so we're talking about masks, and the CDC is, is now is, is claiming that, uh, according to the story in this article, now you can see it's Yahoo, right? You know which way the Yahoo leans. So uh, they're, they're trying to get away from the we made you wear masks statement, right? So it says, uh, however, the physician pointed out that the CDC never actually mandated masks. Well, Craig, that doesn't sound right. And the CDC never actually mandated masks, and they, and they lay it down on the 39 states that did mandates of masks. Come back, well, one more quote, right? Come back, come back. Okay. Story it says the CDC never actually mandated masks, with the exception of the public transportation mandate in January of 2021. I, I, I'm sorry. Hold on. You never mandated masks except for the biggest mask mandate ever, is what you're saying. So we, I'm sorry. We never mandated masks except for the biggest countrywide mask mandate ever. We did that. <laughs> Well, now that is true because they really didn't have the authority to mandate masks in general. But in many of the states, what they did was is they said, we are going to follow CDC guidelines. Well, if you know that certain states are going to follow your guidelines, then your guidelines become mandates in those states. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, we, we never we never put a mask band out except for all federal transportation, federally regulated transportation, all federal offices, all military branches. We never did any mask mandates besides those. Besides right. those. Yeah. And by the way, already it's kind of funny how now we we're just now getting the information on the effects of masks on the, the, the effects when it comes to covid. But we've already seen a number of studies when it comes to the effects of children on edu on their education, uh, on right. their social development. All there's tons of studies on all of that that have demonstrated that yeah, masks were not so good for kids. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Listen, I I, I teach uh, youth on Tuesday afternoons and evenings, and uh, we're still trying to pull them out of that shell, trying to pull them out of that shell of having been. Uh, you know, distance and, and video and no in-person stuff and having conversations. Listen, it wasn't it wasn't easy to begin with with their reliability on, you know, iPhones and computers. But that to actually tell them it was OK, now trying to pull them out of it is, is still difficult. It is difficult. It, it is. It hurts my heart to see some young people walking around in masks. Like, I mean, I'm just like, what are you, what are you scared of? It's like you do realize that is absolutely nothing. It's like walking around with your binky. It, it, it really does you absolutely no. It actually does you absolutely no good. I saw a guy on the highway yesterday driving in his car by himself, not an Uber or anything like that, just driving by himself with his mask on. So, you know, I I got behind him, you, got up underneath him, it, broke him free and put him in the wall. It, it reminds me of that joke. It, okay, so when you see that guy, you wonder, does he lie a bit, Does he lie in bed alone at night with a condom on so he does not catch venereal disease? I This guy, I don't even know if he... <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to our next story. Uh, according to Associated Press, well, not according to Associated Press, it's actually a thing. It has actually happened. There's been another uh, incident, mass casualty incident involving firearms. Uh, this time it took place at Michigan State University, and the uh, individual is, is now dead. Uh, it happened uh, last evening. Uh, the individual, he basically shot and killed three people. They do not know much, so it's still relatively early. It says here, a gunman opened fire Monday night at Michigan State University, killing three people and wounding five more before fatally shooting himself miles away 
after hours-long manhunt that forced the frightened student to hide in the dark. Now, Mike, I'm going to ask you something. There's two things here. Number one, um, Michigan has got some very, very strict gun laws. Uh, and, and one of those, by the way, includes they're, they're not supposed to have firearms on college campuses. Um, I, I'm just... Another failure of the gun-free zone sign. I really think we need a congressional investigation into gun-free zone signs because they clearly are not having the intended effect. Listen, the only way a gun-free zone sign works, and Craig, they, they, they do work. The only way a gun-free zone sign works is if you make it out of AR-500 steel and make it about chest size and you wear one in the front of you and you wear one in the back of you. That's the only way a gun-free zone sign works. Well, there you go. See, there you go. See, look at it. Making look, making lemons, making lemonades out of lemon. There you go. <laughs> Just like that. Folks, I and once again, the reason I wanted to point this out is because is because uh, most of this story is about the number of once again mass casualty events involving firearms that have taken place recently this year. Uh, but in almost every single case, there's not a law that they are proposing that would have prevented uh, these particular incidents from taking place. Uh, there, and you know that because they're happening in places where the Second Amendment is just practically disregarded. Yeah. Uh, the states yeah. of California and the states of Michigan. Um, one day we're going to wake up and realize that, you know what, there are just, first of all, we need to recognize there are bad people out there. And uh, we need to have the ability to protect ourselves against those bad people. And uh, the more people we have with the ability to be able to protect themselves, the less likely that when people do stuff like this, the less likely th we can reduce the number of lives that they are able to negatively impact. Agreed. You know, this this is it's 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 ridiculous that we're still here having this conversation. How many individuals that were licensed to carry or authorized to carry a firearm off campus were not carrying it on campus to protect themselves or others because of this law and this stupid gun-free zone sign? It's well, and this was this once again. This was in the evening, so this was like it. This was like at night, right? So imagine. That's, that's, I mean, you're on it. You're walking from cla from your classroom to your car, or from your car to your classroom. Uh, you're on a campus, dark at night. I mean, this is, with the exception of it being a college campus where you can't carry. This is the the prime example of a place where an individual would be would be better off being in possession of a firearm, being able to defend themselves or others. Right. And this is the evening hours, right? This right. is when most of your part adult students are there, those that are 21 or older that have firearms to keep them. A lot of students won't have them on campus just because they live in a dorm and there's no secure place and they're looking at safety from that aspect, but not these adults in the evening. These adults that are there for the for continuing their education after hours are the ones that have established their lives and, 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 and their, uh, their, their personal uh, space and they know where to keep a firearm and how to carry a firearm and they were restricted from carrying firearms. Right. It is just, it makes absolutely no sense. And, yeah. uh, it what frustrates me and this is where we get into this whole look let's have a conversation let's start to apply facts and logic and all the facts all the logic is on our side uh yeah. and all they keep saying is big scary gun big scary gun big scary gun i'm afraid uh, i want to take your big scary gun and well, they you know. and, and because of that in many places in places like this michigan california Illinois, New York, New Jersey, uh, I could go on and on. Uh, they win the day because they are scared for no yep. good reason. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm not saying there's not something to be scared of, but there's a way to address what they should be scared of. You know what? That saying, what they, the best way to protect yourself against a bad guy with a gun, is the best remedy is a good guy with a gun. Uh, that is still true, even to this day. Yeah. And again, it, it, and we're not talking about we want you to go out and cowboy up against the bad guy, but when right. the bad guy knows that good guys are carrying guns, the bad guy doesn't show up. That's that's one of the key issues there. If the if the good guys are allowed to carry firearms, the bad guys don't show up because the bad guy's not looking to go out and and do a mass murder, you know, you know, just to kill people. Mm -hmm. He's he's there to make a point. Well, there's no mm -hmm. point to be made if he takes a bullet in the face during the first encounter. And it is it is indisputable that when a when an individual who is involved in an, an activity like this with a firearm is going after folks like this, inevitably. As soon, almost always, as soon as they are confronted with an armed individual, whether it is a law enforcement officer or if it's a private citizen with a firearm, they invariably do one of two things. They either run or they kill themselves or they do yeah. both. But yeah. as soon as they are confronted by another armed individual, the rampage stops. Exactly. And that's the ultimate goal. That's the, the ultimate thing we want is for that rampage to stop. Yeah. Uh, anger and frustration. Anger and frustration. More lives lost for no good reason. Yep. Okay, let's move on to, uh, well, a story that is really a non-story, but it's still something we're going to bring up because, it, you know, because, you know, people are talking about it. Carrie Lake, who was the gubernatorial candidate uh, for the Republicans for the state of uh uh, uh, not, I was about to say Atlanta, Georgia, not Georgia. Oh, Arizona. oh God, it's been a day, Arizona. Anyway, there is a photo of her saying, quote unquote. Now it's funny because even Fox news put it this way. Photo goes viral of Carrie Lake refusing to stand during the national anthem. And I'll, I'll scroll down here and here's, so here's the image. Now, for those of you who do not know, Lift Every Voice, the Black National Anthem, otherwise known as Lift Every Voice and Sing, I don't refer to it as the Black National Anthem, I just refer to it as Lift Every Voice and Sing, uh, is, gen is, is sung largely, I think, because it's Black History Month and they're trying to give recognition to that. But anyway, what I find interesting is, is that I don't see her here refusing to stand, I just see her sitting here. I also see, Mike, if you notice, right behind her, there are two other people that are basically just sitting there. The only difference is they're sitting on bar stools. If you were sitting on a bar stool, would that count as standing? Yeah, go, bring the picture back in there. Um, take a look at the, uh, the, the the two young ladies in the, to the right of Carrie Lake. There, they're they're just they're just on their phones having a conversation. Do you think they're participating in the uh, in, in this in this anthem? No, they're just they're just socializing at this point. Well, now, I think part of what they're referring to when they say refusing to stand is this tweet that was sent out. She says, I'm just here for the national anthem. And I think that is what they're they're kind of pointing to. She says, I'm just here for the national, national anthem. anthem. Well, and folks, let's just be real. There is only one national anthem. Uh, that's the point. Yeah, that's the point. That's the point in the story. That's the point in the story that I think is important, Craig, is that... Um, you know, she's here for the national anthem. She's here for one national anthem. She's not here to be told, again, the black national anthem is being played. Let me tell you something. There, There is no black national anthem. There's no white national anthem, okay? And that's the problem. Stop trying to separate us 
when we're standing here together singing one song that is the nation's song. Oh, you don't agree with what the, the, the nation did to uh, black people 150 years ago? Uh, neither do we, okay? Uh, we're past it. We don't well, need a new song I, to commemorate yeah. what happened 150 years ago. I, I think you can sing, just like they sung America the Beautiful, you can sing Left Every Voice and sing and, and it not be a thing. But I, I agree with you. It's not, it, I call it referring to it as the black national anthem is divisive. Um, right. And you could, call it and there, there, by the way, there was a time when yeah. we were a divided America. And and that song had a pl- had a place as being referred to as the Black Nation. I just don't think that time is 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 now. No, so it, all, all it's doing at this point is continuing to, to to put the wedge in the divide. Well, and that's what they want. Quite frankly, that's what the other side wants. They don't want us to come together. They yeah. don't want us to work together. They don't want us to find areas where we can agree. They don't want us to talk about truth and reality because when we start talking about that. Uh, then we start dealing with and addressing real problems. Then even more equality starts to happen. And uh, many of them will start to lose their platform and their jobs if we actually have real equality in this country. We, we, we've got a, the, the, the next story we're going to get to is, is, is about, uh, you know, who those people are that are dividing us apart. But until then, Craig, you've got a little video there of someone that's trying to bring us back together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love I love. By the way, Mike shared this with me and I, I just love this. Check it out. So let's talk about some history that's happening, this quarterback matchup. The first time two black QBs are facing off in a Super Bowl, Kansas City's Patrick Mahomes. It's his third time at the big game, first time for Jalen Hurts of the Eagles. Who do you think has the edge here? Oh, the edge. I don't know about the edge. I think Mahomes, you know, he, he's played in a couple of these. I think you're always going to have the edge because you can have more experience that way. I think this team has 10 players that actually have played in Super Bowls. Andy Reid has, has coached both teams, obviously, to a Super Bowl. So they have a slight edge there. Uh, you mentioned the historical part about the two black quarterbacks facing each other. You know, I, I'm in a place in my life uh, where uh, this is great for sports. It's great for football. But what even be greater is that going down the road, we don't have to mention that these guys are black quarterbacks. They're just quarterbacks. They're outstanding football players that play on the two best teams in the National Football League. So I guess the one thing I'll say about this that, uh, that, that, that the one thing I'll say about this that is, is that it's worth mentioning only in that one, it has not happened before. But number two, what's great about it is this year, I mean, you think about the number of quarterbacks and the diversity that we have amongst the quarterbacks in the NFL. And really, how often do we talk about the quote unquote black quarterback in fact the great divide of quarterbacks in the nfl is the running quarterback versus the pocket passer that's the great divide that takes place in the nfl yeah yeah this 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 should be like herm edwards there said an an absolute non-story by the way one of the most successful coaches in nfl history herm edwards um the 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 story should be no more relevant than we have two red-headed quarterbacks playing against each other you know why are we picking out physical descriptions to describe these quarterbacks uh, when we should be ignoring the differences and celebrating, uh, you know, the similarities and let's just move forward. So is that like a slight dig on, on Dallas's offend my Cowboys affinity to ginger backup quarterbacks? Oh, is that true? I didn't even know. Listen, <laughs> I, I, look, even, even, even unknowingly I'm taking shots at Dallas. I, I, I know. <laughs> 
Yes, Jason Garrett, a longtime backup quarterback and at one time coach of the Dallas Cowboys, was backup once again was a backup quarterback for Troy Aikman. And then uh, then you have Cooper Rush, who is the current backup quarterback uh, for Dak Prescott. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Uh Pete Buttigieg, or as uh, as uh, our, our former president, first Boot Edge Edge, <laughs> is in the news. Uh, he is the Secretary of Transportation. You know that the, there were a number of projects that have been approved, uh, that that are, that are being funded, uh, paid for by your tax dollars. Uh, many of which have absolutely nothing to do with transportation. But uh, you know, I won't I won't get into that. <laughs> Uh, but now what he's talking about is instead of just making sure that these projects are delivered uh, effectively, efficiently, uh, and, uh, and and done right, he's more worried about making sure that there is labor, racial labor equity with infrastructure projects uh, that are coming forward. And what he's saying here is, uh, I say, we've heard too many stories from generations of past inf- of uh, past infrastructure where you get got a neighborhood, often a neighborhood of color, that finally sees a project come to them, but everyone in hard hats on that project looking like, you know, doing doing the good doing the good paying jobs don't look like they came from anywhere near the neighborhood, said Mr. Buttigieg. Now, Mike, th- th- here's the thing. And this is I this is I this is where I'll, I'll put it out there. Y- you can only hire the people that apply for your jobs, people who are number one are qualified. And if someone is doing construction, uh, I think we can recognize from from the the utter failure of the construction industry there in Turkey and Syria that it's important that you have both companies and individuals working for those companies uh, who are very good at their jobs. And my concern is is that he's more concerned about equity than he is about quality of work. Am I am I, am I wrong in my in my concern? No, I, I think you're right, and I think old old booty booty gig should pay attention uh, when we're having this conversation. Did you He's call it booty gig? Uh, well, that, I'm just reading it. So it says booty gig. <laughs> booty gig. Okay, booty gig, booty gig. Uh, old booty gig here should uh, should should pay attention. He's the one uh, putting you know driving the wedge in the divide uh, of of. Uh, of race here in America, continuing to put it forward. Nobody's paying attention to it, Pete, except for you. So, uh, and your, and your staff and everybody else up there in your administration. So how about we knock it off? Um, you, you, you say that, uh, you, that the, the crew that builds, uh, infrastructure in a neighborhood should reflect the, uh, the, 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 the makeup of the infrastructure, the racial makeup of infrastructure. Why should we stop at racial makeup? Right. How about we stop it where they live completely? Do they live in this neighborhood? No. Well, then they shouldn't build it. Let's leave rich neighborhoods to build their own interchanges, Craig. How about we leave poor neighborhoods to build their own interchanges? How about we, we, we take people and we find out where are you originally from this state? Well, no, you can't build it. You got to go back to the state. You're originally, from. where do we draw the line? I don't know. How about, Let's get the qualified people that apply for the jobs, just like you said, Craig, and let them build the roadways and the, and the infrastructure. Well, exactly. And, you know, I, I'm all for making sure that employers are advertising opportunities for positions, right? Making sure that you're going yeah. various different places to make sure that, like in our school district, uh, we noticed that we did not have, when I first got on the school board almost 20 years ago, we did not have a very diverse staff. Now, we didn't say we're not going to lower our standards. We're not, we didn't say we're only going to hire this, these sorts of people. What we did was we added to the places we were going to advertise for positions and to recruit staff. And what happened was we got a more diverse applicant pool, which 
by the very nature of having a more diverse applicant pool, we got more diverse employees, right? I'm all for I'm all for that. I'm not for mandating that you got to have a percentage of this or a percentage of that. Uh, I'm all for making sure that you hire qualified people and that you're giving people uh, equal opportunity to be able to succeed. The other thing is, are we going out to these schools and making sure schools in many of these neighborhoods have these sorts of training, in particular in in construction trades, uh, that will put them in a position where once they graduate from high school, they're ready to go to work. Because many of these places, they don't have welding, they don't have construction trades, they don't have carpentry, they don't have any of the sorts of education that you need in the high-paying jobs in the construction industry. How about you make sure that you get people qualified, you make sure that they have the resources they need so that they can compete on a level playing field. I, I'm there. That's better than my rant. Let's go with that one. I like your <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, see they what they want is is they want the they want to the, the challenge with equity sometimes or what they call equity is they're the giving someone a hand out instead of a hand up. And that's really the difference. The difference is, okay, we need to make sure we're giving people construction jobs instead of preparing them to be able to compete equitably for those or equally for those construction jobs. Uh, if you give them the job, they're, inv they're invariably going to lose it if they have not been properly trained and are not prepared to do it. Or they're just not going to get right. the job, period. Anyway. Historically, Craig, this doesn't matter if it was if it was black or, or, or Irish or you know Italians when they came to this country. Obviously, came to this country in a different manner. We understand that. But people have always wanted to stay within their own culture and do the jobs that their culture has done. Um, we didn't get a lot of a lot of black people that wanted to come out on these crews and do a lot of these jobs because it wasn't jobs they did in their own neighborhood. They wanted to stay in their own neighborhood. Again, the same as all the other ethnicities do when they come over here because it's a feeling of comfort that they're with people of their of their of their own uh, cultural background. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it, it's been recently Ronald Reagan pushed out the jobs program, if you recall, and and, and started to stem out the the you know truck drivers for everyone welding for everyone all the skilled the crafts laborers mm -hmm. you know didn't just apply to one group or one ethnicity it was for everyone and who most recently did this craig who most recently cut checks to uh to to people and said how about some job training and, and brought their unemployment level down to the lowest it's ever been measured at in 50 years i believe that, that would be donald j trump It'd be donald j trump you know the racist president yep exactly right <laughs> anyway <clears throat> Moving right along, it is time for Parting Shots, brought to you by Hog Hosters. That's right, go to hogholsters.com, get your hog holster today. Remember to use the discount code THERUNDOWN, all caps, no spaces. Get your hog holster today. All right, in honor of the Super Bowl, uh, we wanted to recognize the great patriots of uh, Philadelphia uh, and uh, the, the work that they did, not just uh, in, you know, tearing down their city during the super after losing the Super Bowl this week but uh in the in the founding of this nation oh okay ah the delegation from Philadelphia <laughs> yeah how he's doing we crossed many waters up the Schuylkill River to give all you a message Philly's mad strong from the little babies to all our mom moms and pop pops we's ready to fight yeah <laughs> we'll whip a horseshoe at their head and send the British home so grease up them poles, because Philly's going to win, and then one of these guys is going to punch a police horse. 
I admire your spirit, Philadelphia, but you don't exactly have a history of winning battles like New England does. Yeah, well, that was then. This is now, okay? Call us the Eagles, because we're ready to fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. The Eagles? Yeah, and like Eagles, we Philadelphians are swift, we are deadly, and our eyes are all a little too close together. <laughs> Well done, SNL. Well done. Well done. Now, that was the week. Be- that was from the week before the Super Bowl. But that was from before the Super Bowl. But but Mike, I, I you still have to admit they still greased up. They, cl- they still climbed up the, <laughs> the poles. They still were punching out police horses, even though they lost. Listen, I don't know if you've ever been to a a, a game in Philadelphia, and I've been to Citizens Bank Park, and I've been to Veterans Stadium before that plenty of time watching the. Watching the uh, the New York Mets play the uh, the Philadelphia Phillies there, and it's uh, it's brutal. You you've got to wear body armor to go because the city of brotherly love. I, maybe they're brotherly to each other, but they're not brotherly to anybody else that shows up in town wearing a different town's jersey. That's for damn sure. <laughs> there are there are a few places where I would not go, where I would not wear my cowboy jersey. I probably would think twice before going to Philadelphia. Yeah, listen, I did. Uh, <laughs> I, w- I went to a Met Day game there one time, and uh, the 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 Mets had gotten up by like uh, uh, or five runs or something, and and I just every all the other Mets fans were getting all crazy, and I'm like, this is Philly, bro, relax, relax. And then the then the Phillies came back and scored six and took the lead. It was like a like an eleven to five game after that, and uh, all the Philly fans were going after the Mets fans, and I'm like, hey, remember me? I was the guy that wasn't gloating, and they were like, no, cool, you're cool, bro, sit there, you're good, you're good. So, so I had Philly fans protecting me because I wasn't gloating before. So there you go, there you go. Wise move, wise move. All right, this next one is in honor of uh, well, of honor of the the of, of Herm Edwards and his conversation about uh, the two uh, two first time Super Bowl ever having two black quarterbacks. Uh, and I, I saw this one. I wanted to post this one on my personal Facebook page because I thought it was it. I I thought it was uh, it made more than one point. And here you've got the pictures of the two quarterbacks of the NFL, Jalen Hurts and Matt Patrick Mahomes. It says, Super Bowl 57 to feature two openly Christian quarterbacks. Now, Mike, I, I, will, I will allow you to make the first couple, of, first point of irony on this one. Uh, that uh, nobody's talking about them being black, right? Right. And, and we know that the, the media is not going to talk about them being Christian, either you know so here's here's your your your, your double entendre in it right right it doesn't raise well that there it is you just hit it it's like it doesn't really matter i mean okay but i mean in the end uh they're two of the best quarterbacks in the nfl on two of the best teams in the nfl they were to the two number one seeds that's what really matters and in the end it it turned out to be a really good game but that went out with a whimper but that wasn't their fault. I don't. I don't blame them for it going out with a whimper. Um, but anyway, it was anyway. It just. It, I'd like to get to a point where you know what? That really just that, that these side stories. It's like they. It's, you really feel like people are just so desperate to have something to write about. They're they're creating these side stories. Yeah, ironically enough, right, Craig, that they were talking about black quarterbacks and you know uh, having being recognized differently than the white quarterbacks, but the people that ended up ruining the game were the ones wearing black and white. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And now this last one, uh, 
kind of goes along with the, one of the one of the uh, the second story that we did today relating to the shooting there at Michigan State University. Uh, you want to describe this one for the folks, Mike? Oh yeah, we've got uh, old uh, Nancy Pelosi there. I'm sorry, that's uh, Diane Feinstein. I'm sorry. Uh, how many more shootings do we have to orchestrate before you let us take your guns? Right. So just you know, old 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 women politicians from California all look alike, I guess. <laughs> they do to me. Everybody from California looks the same to me. Oh, okay, folks. Well, hey, that's it for our parting shots. But before we go, Mike, one last shout out to our sponsors. That's it. Say hi to your friends at Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net. You can get rifle and pistol length barrels at rifle and pistol calibers at hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting that good fight behind enemy lines. Now you can take part in California's future today. And if you want some awesome field gear to wear on all your adventures outdoors, check out uscombatgear.com. That's right, folks. Please visit our sponsors. Make sure you tell them that was the guys over at The Rundown that sent you. And on that note, we're going to once again call it a day. We very much appreciate you guys tuning in. We appreciate you liking and sharing the program and encouraging your friends to do the same. We're going to be out. We'll be back tomorrow on Hump Day. Holla at you. Hump day.